0: Hello and welcome to the third week of the IPBG Basketball Podcast. Stephen, how are you today? I'm doing well, Kendall. How are you? I'm good. Your 5-8-1 and one Panthers are in first place in the NFC South. So That's you, right. You had a great weekend. Going places. Uh, Derek Anderson, new folk hero. That place is the Super Bowl. Oh, he's not new. That's, That's true. The
1: second time he's <laughs> beat the Bucs this year.
0: He's not saying much, but... We also have Mike McCombs over here to join us today. Mike, how are you? <laughs> I
1: think it was supposed to be a fly on the wall. Not Is that a the term?
0: Not a new phenomenon. Well, he's going to no. listen in, I guess, supervise our, our progress here. Um, two games that we were at this week, or I guess two doubleheaders, uh, Ridge and Hardyville-Buford on Tuesday. That's where I was. And then you were at which game on Friday?
1: Uh, Battery Creek and Bluffton.
0: All right, so why don't we start with the Battery Creek-Bluffton game once again. Looks like Battery Creek, uh, again, with a strong performance on the boys' side there.
1: Uh, yes, just kind of another well-rounded game. Um, Markel Smalls played really well at guard uh, for them, <clears throat> and there's not a lot to say. They got the same effort. I was asking, asking Coach Antoine Humans like at this point, what their weaknesses might be, and he just really struggled to pinpoint one. He wants to develop, continue to develop his his depth, um, but I know there'll be valleys for them this year. They just haven't experienced. So far, they haven't experienced any. also had a, any down times. They got Buford High at High on Thursday, so that'll be a good, another good test. A lot different atmosphere than the first time they played at Battery Creek.
0: So definitely, and they did have also a convincing win over Hilton they had earlier in the week. I think they won that by twenty-five or so. So
1: that's right. Well, Bluffton is, you know, is, is still struggling to find kind of an identity, and they're still working through some things and having the same issues offensively. So. It's hard to tell again how much a twenty point a twenty point win it's it's still pretty good against a well coached Bobcats team, but there will be bigger tests I think down the
0: road. I know that it was a little bit of a slog for the Bobcats. I think I got a message from you sometime during the game that they still had that. what it was it ten points in the third quarter at yeah, some point?
1: Midway through the third quarter they had ten points and they managed to <clears throat> turn it on a little bit after that, but it really was a. Uh, a struggle there for a while, and the, you know what? What Brett Macy of Bluffton's coach said is their defense has kept it kind of kept the only thing keeping them in games right now, and that for a while it looked like it was going to be 13 10 and a half. They'd kind of shut Battery Creek down in the first half of it, it's zone. Um, and Battery Creek got a couple of late baskets and led 17 10 and a half time. so it wasn't like they only had 10 points through midway through the third quarter, but they were still.
0: Somewhat in the game, it wasn't like they were being run off the floor. So, hardly an offensive showcase from either side, it sounds uh, like. A little
1: tough to watch, but another good win for Battery Creek.
0: On Tuesday, uh, I, I went down to Richmond Hardyville, first time I'd seen a basketball game there. Uh, it's pretty pretty interesting little gym they have going on there, kind of an interesting design and good crowd. It was a lot of fun. There was a big crowd for the for the girls' game, actually, um, Richmond Hardyville. A perennial girls powerhouse And they rolled all over Buford I do have to say I was pretty impressed That Buford kept fighting back I think at one point they were down 45 And Regent and Hardyville put some subs in But the, you know, the Eagles didn't give up And they actually kind of cut it pretty close there At the end where they, they, they cut into that lead Pretty well But I think uh, Ridge and Hardyville looks Very very strong on the girls side A lot of good shooters too uh, Pressed pretty much the whole game So, and afterwards, Coach Toomer was uh, happy to get some of his bench players in there because, like he said, and and sort of the same thing with Battery Creek there, is they're going to have stiffer tests down the road. So, at some point, getting that depth, some experience is going to help. The boys game was fantastic, probably my favorite game that I've been to this year. It was very exciting. Um, Went to overtime after a very strange sort of of end-of-game sequence there for Buford. They... Drew a foul. Otis McLean drew a foul with about five seconds left. uh, Made one of two free throws. The second one he missed, not on purpose. Um, But it did sort of bleed three seconds off the clock because there was a scramble for the ball. Uh, Richland Hardyville ended up getting the ball out of bounds, and I knew that Buford would probably foul because they had a foul to give. Um, But somewhere in the back of my mind I thought, you know, I'll bet that this is going to be an intentional foul. I don't know why I thought that, whether it was – the fact that Richard Hardyville was playing at home down one, and you know, it just just felt like it was going to happen. Well, they got the ball in bounds, and Jawan Mack certainly fouled the player all right. Uh, he, he fouled uh, um Wilson, the Jaguars point guard, but he didn't just, you know, sort of wrap him up like you see usually. He, he full on two arm extend shove fouled him, and that was pretty blatant intentional foul. I mean, there's no way you can look at that and not call that. So. Uh, one of two free throws there. The game went to overtime. Um, and you, you could have expected John Mack to kind of drop his head a little bit. And, and you know, it, it would be, you know, it's a pretty good excuse for any athlete to get discouraged after that happens. But he actually was a standout player in the overtime and really helped Beaver kind of pull away there in the overtime and, and get a huge road win for them against, uh, like we said, sort of a mysterious Richmond-Hardyville team, but clearly a talented one. I like uh, a couple of their players. I like the point guard, Wilson. He's sort of a short guy but quick, has a nice little floater to compensate when he gets in the paint. Um, He's he's a good distributor. And I really like their center, uh, Trenard Farrell. He was all over the floor. Um, They go to him for every inbounds play because, you know, he's so long, he's got such long arms, they can just sort of toss it up to him. He's a good shot blocker, a very good defender, Um, really takes away about half of the paint and I think it really that was sort of when when he asserted himself defensively. That's what got them back in the game because Buford had the lead for stretches at a time. Um, and then the one Buford player I've been really impressed about is um, Ryle Owens. He's kind of stepped in when Adonis Grant's been out, and his play has really helped. Uh, you know, I know they I know they dropped a game there to Will Branch, a close one there later in the week, but. You know, they've been playing pretty well without one of their two best players and i'm looking forward to when everyone's ready to play for them and everyone's back probably just in time for region play i think they're going to you know they're never going to be an easy out there for for those teams so a good game there and i uh, really enjoyed my time out there the, the people out there were great and it was a lot of fun to watch the game
1: Yeah, i told nathan their coach i said you got to let me know next time you have a double overtime game cuz i whale branch well, Branch beat him at Buford High on Friday in double overtime. I said, just let me know when when they're gonna have another double OT game. I'll make sure to be there. And he said, "Well, I'd like to think all <laughs> of our games will be close." It so. might be
0: next week, given the way they're they're playing. Th- right. They haven't played any games that are really um, you know big wins or big losses either way. I guess the the closest thing they've had to an easy win was at Bluffton the first game of the year, and that was you know that was close throughout as well. So, yeah. but again, I, and I talked to, to Nathan after the game as well on Tuesday and uh, mentioned to him that you know that they haven't been playing very many you know easy going games, things where they can sort of cruise, and mentioned that that might be good come come region play time when you know the competition ticks up and he made a good point that you know even though they had to go to overtime after that ridiculous, quite frankly foul um it almost was a good thing that they won because it showed that they can deal with that now they put themselves in that situation, he said you never want to be in that situation, but once you're there, you hope they can at least pull through and win. So if nothing else, the Eagles are getting a lot of experience playing close games, and you know their, their senior leadership will probably pay off in those situations as, as the season goes along. Alright, so you mentioned it earlier, but uh, Whale Branch did pull off a double overtime win at Beaufort, a great win for the Warriors. And they also introduced a, a new player on the floor this week. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you know of that game and the, who the, the new player joining the team is.
1: All right, Sports editor Mike McCombs, who's here today, took that call Friday and texted me that Niles Pingney, a highly recruited defensive lineman, has made his way to the basketball
0: court, which is strikes fear into the heart of every uh, basketball coach it's kind of like a Glenn
1: Davis out there I would imagine right? remember Glenn Davis from right? LSU I, I don't I, yeah well, big, I don't
0: big remember baby. when Clemson put Patrick Sapp on the basketball team and, and, uh, Julius in Peppers. And the, one of those ugly North Carolina games where there were a lot of fouls I remember uh, Rick Barnes calling a timeout to put Patrick Sapp in the game and and uh, Dean Smith calling timeout and taking all five of his starters out. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if he ever gets thrown in the starting lineup if the other coach will even run his team out there anymore. Probably, you know what, you guys can have this one.
1: I <laughs> well, you know, I think, I mean, it, it, did, it did seem like Wellbranch's depth is a little down from last year, but I know Lyle's still, Link Lyle is still confident that he would have that depth built up by region play, so this is just another maybe step in that development. But just looking at the call-in, I hear Jay Middleton and Cameron Miller both have big games. Those are two post players who a year ago were really, really raw players. I mean, they've really come a long way. And to have those guys play like that, if they can get that kind of performance i mean, throughout the season, it's still early December. Those guys continue to get better. That's going to be the difference for for Whale Branch this year is that that post play. Because I know Jay uh, Middleton... He's kind of been learning to finish around the basket. And Cameron just hasn't had a lot of – hasn't had a whole lot of minutes, even though he's you know kind of a natural. But have both of those guys almost pull double-doubles, it's a pretty good night. Um, and then David Lamb continues to have, be kind of a breakout player for those guys. Had another good game with nine points.
0: He's been strong since the, the Thanksgiving tournament as well.
1: Yeah, he's he's really just kind of one of those guys who – just took took on kind of a leadership role with with the new year he just decided he's going to be the guy this year and it's really <clears throat> really evident i know he came and chatted with me at the thanksgiving tournament about our Low country five selections i don't think that was the motivating force behind his good start but it does seem like he's kind of playing with something to prove
0: on the private school side of things we do have some teams that are having outstanding seasons that want to make sure we don't forget these teams as well. Um, Hilton Ed Prep won a very tight game on Saturday, it looks like, over Cardinal Newman. Uh, Brennan Michael had a layup with under five seconds remaining to give them a two-point win. Uh, they've been streaking since the start of the year. They, they, they put together a, a pretty good team for Faulkner out there. They're 6-0. and um, they, uh, They're they getting some balance scoring there. And, you know, Brennan Michael was a guy who played very well for them last year after transferring in for his junior year, and, you know, he had an outstanding football season, and he's just like a great athlete for a school like that, where they can plug him in at pretty much any team, and he'll be a real standout, so, um, you know, great performance by him. Hilton Ned Christian girls were also undefeated until this weekend. They lost to Bullock Academy of Georgia, uh, 25 points from Doe, so she continues to play great basketball. Uh, they, uh, you know, they've been getting a lot of balance scoring there, Andy Anderson had another 13, but... Uh, tough loss there for the eagles i'm sure they're going to bounce back as as they keep going forward here um but you know that uh over on this side you know it's great to see that a couple of these schools are doing well well thomas hayward girls always a pretty strong team also off to a great start so quite a few solid basketball teams in our area so far um you know i think that uh, as the season develops it'll be pretty cool to see how these guys can fare in region play i know with football we we had this sort of the same issue where some of our teams were playing really well, but we just didn't really know where they'd be come region play. But I think especially north of the broad, looks like some of these teams are going to really make a run for it, especially you know Battery Creeks and even Beaufort and everything like that. So
1: yeah, it should be fun. These these kind of games are a lot more interesting in basketball than they were in football.
0: Yeah, because I think I think the you know I think the enrollment numbers don't really come into play as much when you you know you really just have to have five or six or seven good players uh, instead definitely. of you know 15 to 20 on the football side so you, you see schools like whale branch being able to go and beat bluffton and beaufort and the, you know those schools like that so i think i do agree with you i think um, when you get to see a game like ridge and hardyville beaufort which you know on the football side may not be as close but basketball side you know you're in for a really good matchup anytime these schools uh, are meeting up so I've, I've really enjoyed it and the crowd's are much better than I expected you know I didn't know what to expect going to these games but they've been a lot of fun I you know that atmosphere is really good down here and uh, as someone who has not covered high school basketball in South Carolina so far until you know a few weeks ago I had no clue what to expect but I have to say you know it's it's a lot of fun going and I get a lot of people that they see the you know the the ID tag and they'll come up and chat with me about other games or they'll ask about other scores and, and there's a lot of interest more than I thought and you know the crowds are fun. The students really show up. Well, I think before we all start arguing here, we uh, we should we sign up. <laughs> I wasn't going to argue for Frank Martin. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, uh, we'll be back next week. Another couple of great games here before the the break hits, and we all go where we're going for Christmas and the holiday season, New Year's, and all of that. So, uh, have a great rest of the week, everyone. Keep an eye out for some great content this week. We got selecting all area teams, so those will be running. You know, pretty soon here. So keep an eye open for the for those. Uh, we'll be putting together a, uh, for college football fans. We'll have a bull season preview page coming up, and uh, keep checking the blogs on the website as well for content as we sort of uh, you know, push forward with a new new era of the sports yeah, section. Kind of recommitting to that. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks everyone, and have a great week.